Welcome to the first Intuition Student Forum podcast. On this episode, we talk about stress, and I introduce the concept of the stress bucket. We recorded the session in front of a live Zoom audience, and if you'd like to join us for a future one, you can register for them. There'll be a link in our show notes. Hello, welcome to another episode of the first Intuition Student Forum podcast. My name is Ben Bullman, and I'm joined again this evening after a couple of weeks off by my good friend and colleague, David Malthouse. Good evening, Dave. Hi there, Ben. And how were your, your weeks off that you've had? Um, really, really good. Really, really good. We didn't go away. We didn't really have anything particularly planned. I did work quite a few days over the Easter break, even though my, my two daughters were off school. But I had a few days off and we did some cool stuff. One day was my daughter's birthday. So I took her and some of her other 14-year-old mates shopping for the day, which was an experience. But they sorted me out with some trendy trainers. They went round and picked their dad, the coolest pair of trainers they could find. So um, I'm, I'm wearing some really nice creps at the moment, as they would call them. What, what trainers did you get then? What are they like? Dave, this is going to, I feel embarrassed now to say that they look a lot better than they sound. But they are some high top basketball style booty trainers. Some Adidas ones. They, they look really cool, though. I love them. Are they the classic black and whites? They are. They are white and grey. They're quite. They're quite subtle. Right. Okay. So I don't box, know if you box fresh at the moment. <laughs> because speaking of basketball trainers, have you seen the um, the Air Jordan movie? I haven't seen it yet. I've I've heard about it. There's there's quite a lot. It's a, a double up between yeah Nike and Jordan and how they got together and and did their thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So from a business perspective, it's a lovely case study of how those two, how those two kind of, I guess, brands, if you like, came together in the early days and, and made an absolute monster. Um, but I, I um, since seeing that movie, uh, I'm walking past our local JD Sports and seeing the Air Jordan basketball boots in the window and thinking, maybe I'll pop in and get a pair. Um, but I, I'm not quite sure that I'm the right demographic for them nowadays. But if you've got them, Ben, then I think we could probably pull off a pair each. There we go. There we go. The girls signed off on them. I was a bit concerned about the price tag, um, but we, we shopped around and I got a bargain as well to boot. So um, there we go. Excellent stuff. How was your holiday break? Um it was it was okay. I was actually working through a lot of it. I had a long weekend um, just before the Easter weekend where I went to Madeira with, with my wife. We had four days in Madeira. Unfortunately, the last two days in Madeira were spent in bed because I had some, I, I think, some rather dodgy parrotfish when I went out one night. And then um, it had an unfortunate impact on me as I got food poisoning and was ill for two days. So um, it was lovely break for the day that I arrived and the following day, but then two days of, yeah, not particularly pleasant, shall we say, activities for the last two days. Um, and then I had a couple of days off over half term uh, over the rest of the kind of Easter school holidays to spend time with the kids. But they were mainly um, engaged in studying for exams so I've got a son that's doing A-levels very soon I've got my, my other son has got um, another set of assessments to do and my daughter is coming up to 11 plus time so she'll be doing the 11 plus fairly soon so they all had various different classes and lessons and mock exams that they were doing so it was study hell in our class in our house. Lots of potential stress then as well which is something we're going to be talking about this evening. Um, it's stress awareness month we are in April 
can't quite believe we're in April and we're actually not just in April, we're, we're well over halfway through April now, aren't we? Um, and April is Stress Awareness Month. The theme for this evening's podcast then is, is stress awareness. How, how are you finding those stresses at home, Dave, with the, the kids all doing various exams, the different schedules? Uh, I think that they're all displaying stress in different ways. I would say that my, my my son that's doing A levels is probably the one that's feeling the most stress. Um, my my daughter who's doing the eleven plus just seems to really enjoy learning, and I don't think really is focusing on an exam and worried about an exam probably because she's never really done an exam like that before. Um, and my my middle child, my other son, he um, I, again I, I'm not I don't really feel that he's feeling that much pressure at the moment because these exams are kind of end of year eight exams. So it's it's not the exams you do before you get put into sets for your options when you come to GCSEs. That happens next year and it's not kind of mock GCSEs. It's not real GCSEs. So I think it's probably the last kind of period of time that he has before every summer there's an exam that really has an impact on the next stage of your education. So we were given the theme of stress for this evening and I've been doing a bit of Google searching. I've been doing a bit of listening. And actually, it was this morning. I'm I'm up in our Norwich Centre this morning. So I got the train up this morning, knew what tonight's theme was. So this morning on the, the train platform, I got my phone out and started just searching up other podcasts. Because although we've got great episodes of the podcast and we've got previous episodes of the podcast on stress and mental health, and a reminder, you can go back and access all of our, our prior episodes, as I know a number of you are doing. You don't have to listen to these in any particular order. But I found a cracker of a podcast this morning. I'm going to put a link into the um, chat box. So this evening we are talking about stress awareness. And I did find a podcast this morning. The podcast I came across was based on the name of a tool that I was going to share with you. So in a moment, I'm going to talk about the concept of a stress bucket. Listeners, people with me live this evening on Zoom might have come across this concept of a stress bucket before. But I just searched in my podcast app on my phone, stress bucket, and came across a podcast that is called the stress bucket um, solution. I'm putting a link to it in the chat box. I'll get the guys to put a link to it in the show notes as well. The, the sessions or that the podcast is run by a lady called Jean Lally. Um, and I like this one. Quite often when I've searched up podcasts in the past, nothing against our colleagues on the other side of the ocean in America. But a number of the podcasts I've come across have been American. And although the content is great, sometimes I struggle to relate them back to stuff that I'm seeing and doing on this side of the water in the UK. This is a British podcast. Jin is based up in Edinburgh and she's got a series of podcasts that are on there, all talking around stress, awareness, strategies to deal with it. Just having that ability to spot signs or relate stuff to your own lives. I've listened to three or four of them this morning and think they are absolutely brilliant. So I would encourage you all to go and reach out if you if you like listening to podcasts. That's another good one to go and have a, a look at. But as I say, the reason I came across it this morning was her podcast is called Stress Bucket Solutions. And the tool I wanted to talk about this evening is the stress bucket. Now, like most of these tools or theories, I think there is a few subtly different takes on them. I'm going to pop in another link now and I'll make sure this link is in the show notes as well. 
um, to a, a charity in the UK, mentalhealthuk.org. And they have got a blog on their website about the stress bucket. And actually, it's an interactive one. That if you click on that link, you can download a worksheet as a PDF and you can have a go at filling in the worksheet for your own stress bucket. So I would encourage you, like a good tutor, I'll set some homework for listeners to the podcast. Go and click the link on mentalhealth.uk.org and find the stress bucket and download the worksheet and have a go at doing it for yourself. Whether you'd call it a tool, whether you'd call it a concept, I personally find it really good for having some self-awareness of what I've got going on at any point in time. Now, I came across this a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, I was really lucky at FI to be offered the chance to do a mental health first aid course. I don't know if any of you live students on the session this evening or listeners have done a mental health first aid course. But I have to say, as somebody that's done a number of courses over the years, it's one of the best courses I've ever been on in my life. It was a day long course and it was brilliant. There were so many things that just resonated, that made sense, that gave me confidence to talk about issues, to talk about issues with other people. And I would encourage all of you. if you're if you're working with an employer, go and have a chat with them and say, has anybody at work done a mental health first aid course? Is there any chance that I could have some funding to do it? Um, it would really be worthwhile for not only you personally, but wider organisations. I think back in my, my career, I must have done at least seven or eight physical first aid courses. And I think it's quite normalised within organisations. Employers say, look, we have to have so many people within the building that are first aid trained. Actually, if you think about the number of people within an organization that are suffering with physical first aid issues and then think about the number of people that are struggling with mental health issues. We don't spend nowhere near enough time doing training, understanding, spending money and budgets on on mental health. Um, I was going to look in our accident book here at FI today and think how many times has somebody written in the accident a physical accident that would be physical first aid? Not that often. And I know different organisations maybe have different challenges there with with physical health, mental health. We've we've got no accident book, um, but I know a number of students, a number of colleagues that have really benefited from mental health first aid support over the, the years. So I did the course a couple of years ago and lots of stuff was really, really good on the course. But one of the things that I really thought, do you know what, that is brilliant. It sums something up in a really understandable way in something that you can explain to other people, you can relate to yourself, was the stress bucket. I think the initial attraction was, and I've got to do this now painting a picture, can we all just mentally visualise a bucket? We all happy with the concept of a bucket? I've got some nods on the, the, the webcams on that are in the live session. And I think that that adds to the power of this one. Most people understand a bucket. So visualise a bucket. We have all got an individual bucket for our stress. The next thing I want you to think about is we've all got one, but different people have different sizes of bucket. You will have experienced people in your lives, I'm sure, who cope incredibly well with stress. And they've potentially got a bigger bucket than some other people that actually don't cope as well with stress. They've maybe got a smaller bucket. Now, this evening, we're not going to talk about ways that maybe you could increase the capacity of your budget. 
sometimes in life that is just what we are dealt with but you need to first of all understand what size what capacity have you got for stress in your particular bucket so you visualize your bucket you've got one and you are thinking about the size the next thing the second thing i want you to think about with this theory is everything goes into that one bucket in life people potentially compartmentalize things and can separate their work life they can separate their exam life and their studies their family issues but actually in the world of our brains we have got one brain we have got one mind we have got one place that all of these thoughts are bubbling away at and so that's why i bring it back to the concept of everything in your life is going into one bucket so just to recap everybody's got one bucket not necessarily all the same size and all of our stresses go in to that one bucket so let's visualize the bucket and think about it coming down things that are in our lives are going into our bucket and we're going to call these things stressors things that cause us stress and normally when i ask people what sorts of stresses are going into your bucket or are already in your bucket they come up with very umbrella terms they will say oh exams cause me stress ben work is causing me stress ben my family are causing me stress ben financial worries are causing me stress ben and they're things but they're very generalized things the next thing i would say we need to do when we're looking at stressors that are coming into our bucket or things that are already there is think about thoughts and not the things themselves stress is a, a mental concept and we need to think about the thoughts that we are having on these things so exams we're on a, a student forum podcast exams are stressful but when people say exams are causing me stress i need to get to the root of well what are the thoughts that you are having that are causing you the stress about your upcoming exams let's break those down and anything that's causing you stress you need to break them down so stage 3 think about the the stressors but then break them down exams but what about the exam is it the fact that the booking deadline's coming up and i've not yet booked my exam is it the exam itself i am really stressed about walking into the exam room i'm stressed about the exam software we've already had that raised before we started recording tonight is it i'm stressed about failing them as somebody's just mentioned in the exam and i'm stressed about the aftermath of failing exam what's going to happen to me how am i going to feel if i fail it am i stressed about the lack of study the fact i haven't got a plan the fact there's stuff in the syllabus that i am uncomfortable with the fact this is a subject i don't feel competent in the fact that this is an exam i've already taken and failed and now i'm stressed about this is a reset so it's a a second chance to do it but i'm putting more pressure on myself we could go on but try and get away from the talking about stress in just big umbrella terms exams causing you stress that's no help to anybody no help to anybody that's going to be able to offer you help support and advice and no help for yourself unless you break it down to thoughts so stage 3 what's going into your bucket what are the stressors but breaking them down into well what am i actually thinking about 
Keep a notebook, keep a diary for those. Send yourself a voice note, type something in notes on your phone. When you're getting these thoughts, put them down so you can start breaking them down. But remember, they are all going into the same bucket. Those stressors around the exams are also being mashed up with the stresses you've got about work, the stresses you've got about your family, the stress you've got about other social situations you're in, the stresses you've got about money or whatever else it is. They're all mashing up and going into the same bucket. Visualize that bucket again. As more stuff goes into the bucket, what happens to the water level in the bucket? It starts rising. Yes. Can we visualize this rising and rising and rising? And eventually, if too much stuff is in your bucket and it keeps coming in and in and in, what's going to happen to your bucket? It's going to overflow, isn't it? It's going to start bursting out. And that's when we've got a real problem. Now, think about that. The thing that goes into your bucket last could be the thing that causes it to overflow. That in itself might actually be quite a small thing, but it's the, the straw that bakes the camel's back for want of another expression. It was the thing that actually just meant my bucket is now maxed out. And that's where actually people struggle to understand your reaction in certain situations. It could be my family, when I get home tonight, say something to me. And that's the one thing that just tips me over. That's the one thing that causes my bucket to overflow and they get a really nasty reaction from me. I shout at the kids and I feel terrible when I shout at my kids. But we all do it. Those of us who've got kids know what I'm talking about. I, I, I'm really short and snappy with my wife. And then I think, Ben, you idiot. Why were you so short and snappy? But but what they don't see that I have got is other things in my bucket. And they weren't the thing that was the major thing. They were the last thing in that caused my bucket to overflow. So that's where you can do other people a favor. You can be a bit more sympathetic to people's reactions in certain situations if you understand what else they've got in their bucket at any point in time. And that's where if you're really comfortable and confident to talk about this stuff you can be aware of your own bucket what have you got going in there what have you already got in there you can share that bucket with other people and you can make your family aware look guys I've got a lot of other stuff in my stress bucket at the moment so apologies but I've got a lot on my plate and there are other things that are causing me stresses away from just the, the, the family life and if you're really comfortable and the people you're talking to are comfortable and you can explain the concept of a stress bucket, it's a really lovely feeling where when a few of us at FI did this course, we could then start talking to each other the concept of stress bucket. And you can ask people if they're comfortable in sharing. How's your stress bucket today? What else have you got in your bucket? Is there anything that I can help with? Is there anything I can start bailing out of your bucket now? At the moment, we've talked about the bucket. We've talked about the fact it might be a different size for different people, but we've talked about the fact that everything is going into this bucket and eventually it's going to overflow. We've all got stuff in our buckets. What can we do to stop our buckets overflowing? And that's where there's the final bit. At the bottom, some people talk about holes in the bottom of their stress bucket. There is a hole in my bucket, Delilah, if you know the old song. 
um, or visualize a tap, a bit like a water butt. Any any environmentalists, any gardeners out there that collect water off their roof at home and have got a water butt, the water goes in at the top. And when you need to water your plants, you can fill up your watering can by switching on the tap at the bottom. And that's our regulator, isn't it? The things that take out those stresses, the things that can bring the water line down to a manageable level and not high flood water tide that's at risk of overflowing. So visualize a tap that you can turn on or hopefully will be turned on to start bringing some of those stresses back out of your bucket and bringing the water level down. Now, what those taps are very much depends on different people, things that release your stresses. Talking to other people can be a tap. Talking to other people can massively bring down the stress, sharing the problems, explaining the problems, even just talking it through can mean the stress levels come down. Having a plan, planning can bring down your stress bucket. Having a plan for your future exams, having a plan for your studies, having plans at work that means there is some kind of less chaos going on. You've got a plan for next week. You know how you're going to deal with the workload, handle the situation. We've talked in previous episodes of the podcast about things like exercise. Exercise, although not necessarily solving the stressor, can be a way that it brings the water down. It's a, a way of releasing some of that stress, some of that pressure, going for a walk, going for a run, going on the exercise bike, hopping to the gym. And if we neglect that side, actually it doesn't have that release and also then starts backfilling our bucket the other way. Sleep is a way that you can release some of the stress in your bucket, making sure that you are rested, that you're getting a good night's sleep. Reading, listening to music, I can go on. And this is where personally you need to start understanding what are some of your release mechanisms? What are some of the taps that you've got in your bucket that can bring the water level down? Hopefully you've got that visualization. Start thinking for yourself. If you click the link that I've shared and the link that's in the show notes, you will find a PDF that you can do the stress bucket exercise. You can start thinking about what's in your bucket. You can start thinking about the stressors, what's coming up, an awareness of that, what in the next week are going to be some of the things. And obviously some things are unexpected. Can't plan for everything, but there might be some stuff. Look, I know I'm coming up to a meeting at work. That's a stressor that's going to start filling up my bucket because I've got to prepare for it. I've got to plan for it. You can then start thinking about what releases your stress. What are some of the taps? What can you do to, to turn on a tap to bring down the stress level? And understand, none of us are going to ever be walking around with an empty bucket. If you meet anybody in life that says, I have never been stressed, um, they're lying, aren't they? If you've got no stress in your life, you're not going to be doing anything. Everything in life causes stress. It's being able to manage those levels of stress being able to manage all of those stresses coming together at once and having that self-awareness. And, and that's really what resonated with this task for me. I've done it for myself on regular occasions and thought, Ben, just sit down and think, what's in your bucket today? What else is coming? What do you need to be aware of to kind of release some of the stress? 
but I've also done it with other people. And people have come to me and said, Ben, I'm really stressed at the moment. I've got them to draw a bucket on a piece of paper. I've got them to think, right, what's in your bucket at the moment? Where's your level at? How much have you got? And trying to make sure about the reserve at the top. How much capacity is in your bucket today? And then, as I say, the real Zen moment is when you've got the confidence, you've got other people around you, people you work with, people maybe that you study with, your tutor, your family, that you can talk in terms of stress buckets. And you can make them well aware that, look, my bucket is really, really filled up today. And therefore, um, I'm not in the best place to start dealing with other stuff. On the flip side, they can help you, can't they? As I said, if they can start bailing out something in your bucket, if they can be one of the taps that you can turn on by talking to them, by sharing it. There we go. Um, I really hope that has been useful. As I say, it's a tool that I found incredibly easy to explain, easy to understand. A big shout out again to Jin Lally and her podcast. Please go and listen to it. It's called Stress Bucket Solutions. You'll find it on all of the usual podcast apps. Go and listen to some of them. She talks again about her awareness of stress buckets, some of the, the coping mechanisms, some of the taps, some of the stuff that's going on. There was a particular episode on exam stress that she'd recorded fairly recently back in April. So, so go and check that one out. Um, have a good mental health awareness month of April. Talk to each other share your responses. Um, if you want to email myself and Dave, we are always available. We, we love to hear from, from students. We love to get feedback from people that listen to the podcast. Keep listening to the FI podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with your colleagues, share it with people that you think there would be a useful episode. We're going to share that with other people. Thank you all very much for downloading and, and thank you for listening. I'll speak to you again on another episode of the First Intuition Student Forum and Podcast.